Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You are listening to 1% or less with him, and we are going to be reading out of Proverbs chapter 16. And for those of you that might be new to this, the reason we call it 1% or less with him is because we all have 1,440 minutes in our life, in the day, I should say, in our in our day, I stand corrected, 1,440 minutes in our day, 1% of those minutes that we all have is 15 minutes. And if you can spend at least 15 minutes with your Lord, with our Lord, with our Heavenly Father in His book, we call the Holy Bible, and read from it daily, or at minimum, at least listen to somebody read it to you daily, internalize those words, and I tell you, that is where true spiritual transformation happens within your, within your body, within your essence, within your heart and your soul. And as long as you ask for that transformation and you give complete surrender over to our Lord and Savior and our Heavenly Father, I tell you what, you'd be very, very amazed of what kind of amazing things can happen in your life. And I'd be happy to share with you some of those amazing things in a heart, His Hardline discussion. But we're going to keep this on point and we're going to keep it just as it is intended. Is a reading and then just a little quick analysis um, of some sorts here. I do apologize for yesterday not having a 1% or less with him. Yesterday was a daddy-daughter date that um, Chick-fil-A does, here, our local one, uh, where they set up all their dining tables with beautiful, you know, red um, tablecloths. And everybody that comes in, they give a an individually wrapped uh, rose to the little, you know, to all the daughters. And uh, the servers, instead of going to the counter and actually uh, ordering food, they actually have their employees come to you with the little tablets and they actually take your order um, as if it was a, you know, an actual sit down restaurant. It was actually quite amazing. Uh, the, the owners that, that, that did that, uh, kudos. I mean, they are just amazing people. Anyway, let's get right to it here. I apologize for the lateness uh, of this reading. It's been a long couple of days and... We're not going to waver and we're not going to stray off the uh, path here. We're going to continue doing this because, like I said, as you all know, I am a truck driver and I like to make, you know, make make sure that I get my daily reading of my Bible every morning. Um, so I do so when I load my truck. Now, chapter 16, we're going to be looking at the contrast between the upright and the wicked. So here it goes. <clears throat> The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own sight, but the Lord weighs the motives. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. The Lord has made everything for its own purpose, even the wicked for the day of evil. Everyone who is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. A surety he will not be unpunished by loving kindness and truth iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one keeps away from evil. 
When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. A divine decision is in the lips of the king. His mouth should not err in judgment. A just balance and scales belong to the Lord. All the weights of the bag are his concern. It is an abomination for kings to commit wicked acts, for the, a throne is established on righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and he who speaks right is loved. The fury of a king is like messengers of death. But a wise man will appease it. In the light of a king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud with the spring rain. How much better it is to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding is to be chosen above silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who watches his way preserves his life. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before stumbling. It is better to be humble in spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He who gives attention to the word will find good, and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. The wise in heart will be called understanding, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Understanding is a fountain of life to one who has it, but the discipline of fools is folly. The heart of the wise instructs his mouth and adds per persuasiveness to his lips. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. A worker's appetite works for him, for his hunger urges him on. A worthless man digs up evil while his words are like scorching fire. A perverse man spreads strife, and a slanderer separates intimate friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. He who winks his eyes does so to devise perverse things. He who compresses his lips brings evil to pass. A gray head is a crown of glory. It is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. And that is the reading of Proverbs chapter 16 from the New American Standard Bible. I will bounce back and forth from the New American Standard Bible and the New American Bible Revised Edition. Those are the two preferred ones that I read from. Um, the one that I'm reading from actually today is actually uh, it's actually the Founder's Bible. Um, it's a really beautiful Bible, actually. It's uh, made by, let me see here. I'm just kind of scrolling here by the pages here. It's just very, very beautiful. It's... Uh, Oh, let's see. I listened to Scott Kesterson on Bards FM, and I heard about it for the first time over there because he advertises it. Um, hold on, let me... just trying to... I wasn't planning to even talk about what Bible it is, but it is worth the wait here for just a moment while I look it up. Um, 
it is worth. I, I bought um, the hair the heirloom Bible, which is just a very beautiful. Um, it's got a beautiful leather uh, cover to it. it. Has beautifully grilled fringed pages. Uh, it just it, it, and it has a lot of America's history intertwined um, in to the Bible. So then it kind of, you know, shows you just exactly what our founding fathers before us that founded this country, how the, you know, it kind of just goes into great detail, how the Bible was really center and key to establishing this great nation. Um, here it is the founder's Bible, uh, by Shiloh road publishers. Uh, let me see here. It is, um, let's see here. Uh, by so the 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 people that actually put this together was Brad Cummings and Lance Wubbles. They they were the general editors, um, but it is the Founders Bible. Um, I believe you can go to thefoundersbible.com. No, I am not a paid advertiser. I am just a very very happy customer of this Bible. Like I said, I have eight Bibles. This is one of the eight. And uh, yeah, here it is. Visit our website, see www.thefoundersbible.com. So check it out. Really awesome. I'm so happy with this Bible. I couldn't be happier. Um, you know, like I said, I have several Bibles and this is one of them. And today I just decided I wanted to read from it. But let's go over real quick before our 15 minutes is up here. I just wanted to kind of go over a few things. A um, couple things that I wanted to try to make notation to. This is one of those Bibles I really don't want to make notes in because it's such a beautiful piece. Um, I have my truck Bible that I use and I have that. That thing's all marked up of different things, underlined, just things I wanted to remember. So I had to try to make mental notations of where I wanted to go back to. But one thing that I wanted to definitely go back to is, um, let me see here. Excuse me here. We have, let's see, like, for example, I, I love this right here. A worker's appetite works for him, for his hunger urges him on. So important because when it comes to making sure that we, you know, that, that we are all accountable for our own works and not, you know, one thing I can't stand is, is when people try to ride the coattails and, and, and mooch off others. Now, Yes, I know that might not sound, you know, Christ-like. Make no mistake, I do like to give, and I like to give joyfully and in secret, mind you. But again, everybody has to put in their own work, too. Okay, Everybody who has the ability and capability must put in their own work if they want to feed themselves. Um, let me see here as I scroll through. Um, I love this. Like the very first verse, the plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own sight, but the Lord weighs the motives. And this here is key in verse three. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. If you have something that you believe in your heart that you're being pressed to do, pray, pray to pray to father. Ask Christ for discernment on what you should do. And if you feel a further pressing on on doing it, like for me with this podcast, again, this is not mine. This is this is God's. This is our Heavenly Father's and Christ. I'm just the co-host. But this was weighed on my heart for the last nine to ten months to do this. And I just kind of pity, you know, piddled, paddled around, didn't really do anything with it. And finally, I just got a final clip upside the head, said, okay, are you done? You need to get to work now. Stop thinking about it and stop having the paralysis of the analysis. Time to get to work. And so I truly believe that 
now that I've committed this, this is a works that I never thought I'd ever do keep in mind. All right. Years ago, I was thought and figured I, you know, I always wanted to be a famous DJ. Well, here I am not a famous DJ. I am a truck, you know, a truck driver who hauls fuel, which I love very much doing podcasts outside of a 12, 14 hour workday, doing a podcast every day and three long ones every, uh, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So I'm committing these plans to the Lord and I guess we will see what happens with it. But, you know, there's so much great wisdom in, in Proverbs. And, you know, I always said, if Proverbs were taught, not not just even the Bible. I mean, yes, the, I, I believe the Bible should be taught in school again, not just Christian schools. It needs to be brought back into the public school. But if we just put Proverbs, for example, as learning lessons in school, all 31 books, 1 through 31 in Proverbs, there are so many different lessons in here from money, you know, how to handle finances, how to handle your own conduct to, you know, discussing why words are important to not being rageful and wrathful and, you know, slow to anger and, you know, um, just there's, there's just so much in here. I mean, there's just so much in here between these 31 books. And if we just even implemented just the book of Proverbs in public schools, oh my goodness, I believe truly in my heart and soul that the country as a whole, as a collective body, I believe we would not be in, honestly, I wouldn't even say half the messes. I would actually venture off and go really up there. And this is not even being optimistic, but I would say we would be probably 70 to 80% better at minimum 70, 65, 70% minimum way better off as a nation if we would just teach proverbs and people not only live by them or read them but also live by the principles in in proverbs anyway we're coming up on 14 minutes and 15 seconds here so we're going to close us out with a prayer dear heavenly father thank you so very much for this platform let your word spill out to others i hope people internalize this and spend the one percent of their day their time with you Keep everyone healthy. Keep everyone happy. Keep everyone laughing because that ultimately is what will destroy this evil. Let's soften hearts and open hearts so Christ can pour in. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for a conversation on His Hard Line. Have a great night. Thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.